Welcome everybody, Good Life Housing Partners. This is the fabulous and surprising, I think in some ways, episode 100. We have done it. We've reached triple digits. We've gotten to a number that most podcasts can only dream of with our loyal and mostly energetic audience. We've, our excellent producer extraordinaire, Mr. Jason Fong, who's getting ready to take off to Dallas in a, in a week. And so we, we're going to dedicate this show to a little bit of a market update, kind of what we're seeing out there, which isn't a whole lot, but also just, just some predictions we have for this year and maybe, maybe beyond. Um, so I, th I think you know, getting to 100, most podcasts don't do it that long. Um, a podcast like ours that you know, we, we're definitely consistent. We definitely come to do this podcast on a regular basis. Uh, we're not the greatest at marketing it. We're not the greatest at... Uh, you're getting it on any channels beyond what we've already got it on, but we come every episode ready with some new insights and information, and somehow we've made it to 100. It's only taken us a couple of years, so I, I feel pretty good about that, Mr. David Fogg. Where does this find you with episode 100? Uh, very happy and excited and proud. I mean, it's, it's definitely a milestone yeah. uh, coming from being a, a kid that was a former comic book collector the oh. uh, issue 100s were always the special issues in, in the Good comics and, and so uh you know this is definitely a milestone and surprised we made it to 100 but yes. i'm also very proud of that yes as so. two amateur podcasters just getting together and just sharing our yeah. thoughts and musings on the world yes. on, a, on a you know fairly regular basis and finding time and busy schedules amongst running a you know a, a company that has you know close to half a billion in assets uh not bad. Not bad work by not, you. Not bad, not bad work for both of us. So. Not bad work for all three so, of us here. So, so yes, episode 100. Um, happy to be here. By the way, it, it, today is February 22nd, 2023. So it took us roughly a little less than three years to get to episode 100. We started this, pod, this podcast in, I think, May of 2020. So we're just uh, kind of month 22 or so. Yeah, not it's bad. not bad. Yeah, so uh, especially if you think about when we first started this way back in the uh, dark days, as you said, yeah. everyone in their garages. And, yeah, yeah, the garages, and we were just <laughs> kind of trying to figure out how to reach our investors while trying to collect yeah. rent and, and, to, and be more know, engaged and, and so. just muse on what was going on in the world. And uh, yeah, man, I think you know, you got there. You know, some thirty odd months later, here we are and recording our hundredth episode. So wanted to kind of have fun with this one. We're gonna talk about some some things that have uh you know we've seen that are interesting some numbers some predictions and it's gonna be more of a random episode just to kind of have fun and and uh just really enjoy getting to 100 yeah, most podcasts don't get this far so yep. here we are um all right well here's a quick one um so we're just kind of chatting about uh we've got some you know projects we're looking in vegas vegas has been i think out of the market has been one of the the markets that's been a little bit more of the primary or markets has been kind of a little more hit on early parts of the slowdown in the economy just with a little bit more uh bad debt a little bit more vacancy but nothing crazy and so we're one of the markets that we're keeping a closer eye on we're making more trips to regularly we were just sort of chatting about march and march usually brings about the ncaa tournament which is uh, quite you know a three-week run of where college basketball Cinderella's and sweethearts and uh, blue uh, blue blood programs all kind of vie for the championship, and you know we were just chatting about how last year uh, North Carolina 
was the runner-up and this year was the preseason number one and as of today this uh, they're playing Notre Dame tonight and they have a very good shot if they lose tonight to not even make the tournament so uh, Dave Fong first question to you do you think North Carolina wins tonight and makes the tournament after being the runner-up last year to eventual champion Kansas Jayhawks well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pessimistic approach. I'm gonna think of it because it you just reminded me of my Los Angeles Rams who were, uh, you know, Super Bowl champions ah, this a year ago, and, and <laughs> were pathetic this yeah. year. Yes. And I, I attended a few games where yes. I saw them lose very disappointingly. Yes. So I'm gonna go with the you know I'm still shocked and surprised how that happened. Yes. And so you know I'm just gonna predict North Carolina is gonna go the same way as my sad very LA fair. Rams. Very fair. The only thing I would say is that the Rams suffered through a number of injuries North Carolina and I've not watched a whole bunch of North Carolina this year but what I've seen is a team that just looks like they're just not that into it and generally suck so <laughs> I don't know what if Rams definitely had some injuries I'm not sure what's wrong yeah. in old North Carolina yeah. so I, I agree with you I don't think they're gonna make the tournament and uh, it's quite a fall from grace so from where they yeah. were a year ago as a real kind of interesting uh, champion um, all right well let's flip back to some real estate stuff you had some some good questions that uh, could could create some nice predictions between the yeah. two of us. So go go ahead. Well, let's yeah, let's talk. So we thought it, you know, since this is episode one hundred, let's let's uh, let's actually have a little fun. Let's let's we came up with four questions, kind of predictions. Let's put each other under the on the spotlight. We'll actually take notes and see if these predictions for twenty twenty three actually come true or not. Um, yeah, when we do the end of the year episode, yeah, then we'll, we do our, we'll see our how we, we'll, episode, yeah, we'll see we how do. we did, and and uh, I guess it's just uh, there's no prize, but I guess it'll be some bragging rights. Yeah, we'll see who so comes always, out. always bragging rights. <laughs> we'll see. Here. We'll see. Okay, so I'll ask you the four questions first. And well, then ask me one by one. Let's do it okay. that way. Okay. So the first question, um, real estate related, how many more interest rate hikes you think we're going to have this year, and how high do you think uh, these interest rate increases will happen? The last. Uh, interest rate raise we had with the fed was 25 basis points and, and what, March, what did that get us to in terms of overall rate uh hold on let me look at my the terminal rate um to uh raise the terminal rate to to uh 4.5 percent okay so we're at 4.5 they just raised 25 basis points i i think that they're gonna raise another i think they're gonna raise another four times and four think, times and i think what's going to happen is you're going to get i know they're i know they're i think one of these either this next raise which is in march or the raise after one of them is going to be 25 basis points and the next one may be 50 and then you're going to get one more 25 and then it's going to start leveling so they're going to get to five and a half on the on the thermal rate and then it's going to start it's going to get into a pause factor i think when it, when you hit that second 50 basis points you'll have a little bit of a a real a real kind of panic dip in the economy okay so i'm writing it to this down so you think they'll raise it well you you said three times i right? i said three. three i said i said three times but a total of 100 basis points okay so yeah you're 25 basis rate. 50 basis point and 25 basis point okay so so three times okay my my prediction a little more scarier um i think it might go to 125 basis points um i think it'll be uh 25 basis points, uh, 25, and then I think they'll, they'll realize something happened and they screwed up, and I think it'll be 50. <laughs> I think it'll be 50. <laughs> but I, still, I'll, I agree with you on the 100. 
Yeah, I think it's a hundred total. Yeah, I think uh, before yeah. they start uh, getting stop, worried before themselves. they'll stop. Uh, I don't know. They'll start cutting, but I I think they'll probably go to a period. I'll take it a step further. I think they'll go to a period for the rest of the year, as just doing nothing, and then maybe in in twenty twenty four they might start cutting. Yes, I, I don't. That's actually a really interesting question. Is I think that's actually the harder question, and maybe we we, we create a little in between question is when do they start cutting? And I would I would say that the easy answer is twenty twenty five. The harder answer is is it before twenty five? Yeah, I think it I mean, might be before twenty twenty five. I think it would be twenty twenty four sometime. Maybe half year part, the earliest. Yeah, I, I would say, from my perspective, I would like it before twenty five because it yeah. really have my deal. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm <laughs> taking that out of the equation. I'm just but, giving my um, own honest opinion. Yeah, my 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 needs aside, yes. uh, I I would say, the reality is they probably ought to let it go to twenty five. For the general health and long-term viability of the economy. Okay. But. Okay. One one side note. I'll just draw a note. Uh, something I said. So, um, I think two weeks ago they had the MBA conference, Mortgage Bankers Association conference. Last week. Oh, last week. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, two weeks. Last week in San Diego, and uh, the one of the big quotes was Roger Ferguson, who's the former vice chairman of the federal board of, of the Fed's board of governors, and he also was the former CEO of uh, Teachers Insurance, and. Um, he said that we're returning to the era of his quote was you know five six seven percent interest rates is the new norm, the new norm. not twelve percent so we shouldn't panic because that would be twelve percent like our parents used to have uh, but his quote was you know you got to remember money should not should not be free and we should get used to that <laughs> was the quote that uh, made around made the rounds in the, in the conference okay the next question will there be a recession in twenty twenty three. When do you think it'll happen in 2020? If you do think there will be one, and uh, is it going to be a long one, or you know, and a, a you know a deep hard one or a soft one? You know, will, will the Fed well, make this just, soft landing? Let's, let's quickly just define. Let's just take recession at the at the uh, uh, the traditional the traditional, traditional definition. definition. Okay, two quarters so, of uh, negative GDP. Yeah, two so. quarters of negative GDP. So as of now, February yeah, 23rd, we're yeah. not in recession. Okay. We haven't had two quarters. I actually don't think we're going to have a recession. And I think we're going to have this stalled economy for the rest of the year. We're going to have this economy that's like stalled. And then we're going to see these. Um, uh, we're going to see parts of the economy go up quite significantly. And you're going to see parts of the economy go down fairly significantly as well. And so it just leads me. So I say no on recession. So okay. then, no. Also, on like how long? Because I don't. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to have this new effect where you're going to have just an overall slowdown, but it won't cause a recession because unemployment is going to remain very low, and what will remain high is interest rates. And so you just won't see new deal making, but you'll see the economy keep on trucking along essentially. Now the the other side that I just I think is what I think you're going to have. Like you're gonna have these parts of the economy that do really well, and then you have parts that are gonna be difficult. I think at some point this year, the tech stock that tech stocks that got really hammered in '22, you're gonna see a real real resurgence on some of these guys. And you are seeing it, where their cost cutting is gonna result in actually increased profitability. And on the other side, in our industry, which kind of sucks, is you're gonna see a lot of deliveries that were that were supposed to be late last year, early this year, get pushed into 
the end of this year, which is going to create more confusion in the already confused marketplace. Yeah, well, well, what you you know before I give you my prediction, but yeah, what you were talking about the deliveries that that was actually a topic of debate. I was actually in Dallas last week, and I, I attended a couple of um, networking um, you know capital events and things. And one of the things they talked about, um, economists um, from IPA, Marcus Millichap, a very well-known guy, Greg Willett. Um, Love me some Greg Willett. Yeah, a lot of people, watch, I think he's got a LinkedIn column and some and some other podcast things. And although I don't know if he's up to 100, episode 100, but there, there, there is, you know, numbers vary from about, you know, 900,000 to a million uh, units on the construction in various phases of construction. Uh, which is which is up a lot from by a third almost from pre pandemic building pace that we used to be in. Anyway, most people who are a little more negative forecast that there's going to be like five hundred thousand plus units being delivered over the next year or two. Um, he predicted as reality is you'll probably deliver closer to four hundred thousand, but it's still a lot of product coming online. And um, while there is demand, you know, given what we talked about, you know, there's always strong apartment demand because the, you know, home buying is, is slowed down significantly because of the doubling of the interest rates on the 30-year fixed mortgage, fixed rate mortgage. Um, you know, so he thinks there will be some sort of a slowing down, some stagnating, slowing down rent growth, depending on the market you're in. <laughs> he, he does think, however, there will be markets that defy that, that, that has been defying it, especially in the, in the uh, Sun Belt. Biggest example being Florida. Florida will continue to have tremendous rent growth. Um, Dallas, interestingly enough, um, while it won't have, I think at the peak, he, he identified Dallas as having, in general, the, the, the DFW metro area is having 17% rent growth. Um, he thinks you know, it will be more in line like 7 to 8%, which is not bad compared to national averages, about 3%, 4%. So um, he's very bullish on that. Uh, so now my answer to the question, will there be recession defined as the two quarters of negative GDP? I think it will happen actually in 2023. I'm going to be yeah. a little more pessimistic. I think it'll happen at some point later this year. I'm thinking after summer or around summertime is when it's going to happen. Um, and in terms of how long, I actually think, because uh, I, I just feel, you know, policymakers aren't really good at using tools and, and the tools we have aren't really that surgical. And so I think you know, his raising rates and things, you know, you know, he'll, he'll panic and overdo it. And I think, um, you know, there'll be some, you know, external factor, you know, a Ukraine or something will happen. And I think that, the, you know, I, I think yesterday the market already fell 600 points. And so I think there'll be some event that's going to happen again this year. I, I, and I feel that, that that's just, you know, combined with all this interest rate raising that the Fed's been doing, I think it's just going to, the psychology will change, and I think we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we're just gonna hit a hit a hit a recession. So I think it will happen in, in 2023. I think it'll last through to the second half of 2024, and that's where I, that's why I think in 2024 he'll start to raise the rates. Let me say that raise. Excuse me, cut the rates. So that's my prediction. So let me put that down. So you think we get um, we get two negative quarters? We enter recession, and then is it a long recession or is it short? Short in terms of it's not, I don't think it'll take us like five years to get out of, but I think it's something that will take a year or two to get out of. Got it. Okay, I, I think that's fair. I mean, I think, I uh, I hope I'm right, but I think we... Yeah, I mean, personally from our business, I hope I'm right. I hope I'm wrong. So, so and I hope you're right. But, but, I, but I, think, I think that's a sound prediction. Um, okay. Okay. Question three. 
which predictions for the for the hundredth episode? Which asset class will see the most defaults in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four? Okay, I think uh, I think we're we're gonna have the same answer on this one, but I'll just go ahead and put it out there. It's it's definitely gonna be office, and you're seeing that you know we're not even ha- we're barely through halfway through the first quarter of this year, and you're you're seeing like basically a giant you know a, a good sized foreclosure on the office side in a major market almost on a daily basis at this point. You know we, we've seen I think just in like the last three weeks I want to say there's been at least fifteen foreclosures. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's I think literally every business day you're seeing another headline foreclosure and all of them in office yeah i mean i think we talked about some in the last podcast in new york city and then even here in our la uh, brookfield which you know bought most of the mcguire portfolio here in in the old downtown los angeles they defaulted on two big office tower loans here in downtown gas company tower and 777 fig and that that was like a 784 million dollar loan and you had previously mentioned the Citibank building which used to be the uh la law tv show building that also went under foreclosure too and so those are major buildings um yeah, yeah this, this, i mean that's they real. did that's, the, that's the, real. Unsaid, the sad reality is is office has really changed to a certain degree and there's another quote i liked uh, the president of vernado which is a big REIT in manhattan and they also defaulted on a, on a, on a actually a retail loan too they defaulted on a 450 million dollar loan last week for the ground floor retail space at the St. Regis Hotel yeah. on uh, Fifth Avenue, which they used to brag as being the epicenter of retail shopping yeah. in Manhattan. That's true. You're right. Yeah, and, yeah, you're and, right. And they can't get their rents anymore. They said that you know they're signing leases at lower rents is where Harry Winston, the jeweler, is. And uh, you know, in terms of office, the quote was, you know, you know, in terms of hybrid work schedules, they said pretty much Friday is dead forever. <laughs> it's yeah. never coming back. The, the evil Good witch luck. is dead, and Monday is touch and go. So, so basically, the new work world, you know, in person. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the big law firms. You know, Monday to Fridays was work days, and and now Fridays is pretty much gone, and yeah. Mondays touch and go. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, people will be in the office. Well, it's also one of these things. Like, I mean, you know, when you say it that way, it's it sounds awful. But but I think the other side of it that that's a little harder you have to kind of dig in a little bit more is that the that's it's really an in-person Tuesday to Thursday but in most industries where you're customer or client facing so customer I think of like more retail mm-hmm. or you know something where you're servicing people a client where you're kind of working together or whatever um, in most of those industries that I consider us client facing somewhat some portion mm-hmm. of the time um, you're, you may not be physically in the office, but I don't think I know of people that are... I, know, I don't know of people that aren't successful that aren't fairly available almost all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, the, yeah, I mean there's going to be... A, I mean, people That's, will have to be available. I guess they're trying to figure out the compromises, from what I understand. A lot of the companies, especially in Manhattan... You know that you know Friday giving them off is kind of easy, I guess. You know, okay, people are gonna have their three day weekends. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you have to come in. They want you in there, and I I think Monday will will still wind up because to me oh, Monday, Monday always, always on the starts customer just, side. It starts just, as the yeah, day. The lot of businesses, it's, work it's a Monday work week. Yeah, markets are open. There's transaction volume, and and the other side of it too, which you're which you're starting to see on the office side, is there's just industries that can't you cannot work from home. Yeah. Like there is industries like medical and you just like, listen, I can't perform surgery on your foot in your living room. Like that stuff's very easy to figure out. But then there's like industry, like a lot of financial services 
with all the new data laws and security and the lawsuits that have occurred, yeah, we just can't let you work from home when you have like a lot of client data yeah. on a, you know, on your little spectrum connection. <laughs> like there's just real risk there. Yeah, the one and, thing I'm wondering is whether this, what happens, what about the service industries, like like where I came from, law and accounting? I think like, law, those, they, I think those law guys know start, will start down? winding down that path. Because the thing about legal is that like you have to be available, but like if you're like a, especially a younger attorney, you just need to be in that office. Like you need that help to like help you maneuver through stuff. Otherwise, you're just not going to get to your billable hours. No, I guess, but you can still kind of bill it, bill it from home. I don't know. You would know better, but I feel like you can bill it to a degree until you need like some senior partner to sign off on something or yeah, do something yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe also because given the personality of a lot of young lawyers too. Yeah. They're, they're competitive types by nature. Yeah. So by nature, exactly. They'll, they'll feel like they're missing something if they don't know what everyone else is doing and they're not around others, and so that that could be it. By the way, speaking of, of workers and things, one other interesting statistic I saw was construction labor. There's a big construction labor shortage. Uh, the uh, new analysis from the Associated Builders and Contractors Association says the construction industry will need an additional 546,000 workers just to meet the demand in 2023 for existing construction projects. And so the pace of hiring is, I mean, they need people. There's just not enough people. And what's scary is, I guess, in the industry, you know, the older, skilled, more skilled construction workers, guys who've had more experience on more projects, and that's one in every four workers. Um, that, you know that are one in four workers are fifty-five and older. And those guys are kind of heading toward retirement. <laughs> and yeah, so, and so there's there's just gonna be a huge demand for this new next generation of, of more skilled, young young construction workers to come in. Okay, so the last question for mm-hmm. for our our, our uh, episode one hundred predictions. Any unique prediction, unusual prediction for 2023? Could be anything. Geopolitics. So, so I have. State, yeah, yeah. I have. I have an interesting one, and it's it's really a far further reaching one. So, in the fourth quarter of last year, the number of housing units for rent that started construction outpaced the number for first sale single family housing starts for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And, and this has been this has been keeping. They've kept track of this since 1974. So this is now almost 50 years. And so in the last quarter of last year, there was 132,000 single-family home starts, and there was 133,000 multifamily home starts. Okay, so that's just a thousand difference. But this is very interesting because generally speaking, this has been a country that has really, really, really wanted home ownership. Home ownership rose to almost 70% in like 2007 Mm -hmm. and has been on a very steadily decline since then. And with the new ways that building is set up that that build to rent has emerged there's all these new product that is not for sale home ownership mm-hmm. and with the new interest rate environment that we're in i think this trend is going to continue for at least the next two to three years that you're going to see a continual trend of apartment starts out beat single-family home starts for a while. And the reason is is that it be, between the, the difficult environment to just get people into homes because the interest rates are higher, so that housing costs are higher, the people can't, people just generally were, because housing costs had risen so much that they can't afford the down payment had always been a challenge. That's become more of a challenge as housing prices 
zoomed upwards mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And we've talked about this a number of times in our podcast that housing prices are really dynamic on the way up. They're really, really sticky on the way down. People just don't give away their homes. They don't like sell at discount unless they absolutely have to. And so combine that with an economy that's not producing as many homes and not nearly at the rate they were, and they're producing way more apartments, this is just going to be in a renter economy for a while. And it's going to shift more into a renter economy. Okay. Well, I hope I hope that is your prediction is correct because that benefits us since, since we're actively well, it, in the it, renter it market. Well, it sort of benefits us and it sort of doesn't because we actually, in some ways, we're getting more competition on the top end of our, of our market. So now listen, like the, the person that's renting a brand new apartment in, you know, in a, in a choice section of Los Angeles or Dallas is probably not the same guy that's renting our B apartment in a less than choice section in, a, in Dallas or Los Angeles. True. true. So, th- so there is a difference. So there's like, but the, the, but this is always trickles down to, you know, that apartment that gets rented at the top then allows somebody else that, that takes away from, you know, that opens up a space in a lesser building that somebody else from, a, yeah. from the, you know, look, level below that move into and you sort of like you raise the housing quality stock of rental apartments mm-hmm. but you also raise the stock of rental apartments yeah well so. i think and there's also a lot of government uh push yes. push push encouragement also for apartment stocks i think well the, the government other... just pushes housing yeah <laughs> well no but they're also pushing a, one of the other takeaways from the uh mba conference last week was there was a lot of talk from the representatives from hud and fhfa and the gses all talking about affordable housing yes and how how and part of their missions and, and hud is even evaluating like enlarging loan limits and things just to kind of just encourage, encourage it yeah. yeah to encourage more apartment buildings so you can develop some more affordable affordable is not necessarily lower income now because it's just a, it's very difficult to afford at all income yeah. levels um okay so my unique prediction i'm just going to go way off the reservation go here. off the reservation i'm going to talk to you felix i think uh something's going to happen to putin <laughs> I think, I think he, Mr. Putin? Yeah, I think he's gonna, he's gonna lose this Ukraine war, and uh, somehow he's gonna, someone's gonna remove him from power. So that's all my, right, right, that's my right, crazy Tom Clancy geopolitics prediction. I dig that. I like that prediction. Putin gone. I'm gonna write. That. Adios, Putin. I, I would like that prediction. I'd like that to happen. Yeah. Because um, the flip side is even more scary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If, if he wins Ukraine or something happens, then like. We could Very be true. in some kind of uh, military conflict. No bueno, which, for sure. Which will be no bueno for our recession yeah. and all the other things. Yeah, that could be the geo event. <laughs> yes. Um, that causes something so, else. So, so. <laughs> um, well, the, okay, I think we've shared a bunch of numbers. I think we've shared a bunch of insights into what we think is going to happen, uh, things we've seen happening. Uh, why don't we just switch to more, more, you know, on this 100th episode, why don't we kind of switch to our regular uh, scheduled programming of some content, maybe an upgrade or two. Sure. Any any so, any content well, my stand content, out for you last week? I actually watched um, a new Netflix show called Full Swing. Oh, it's very oh, educational yes, to me. The golf story. As I, as I, the golf I, documentary. I, I like it. I've tried golf, but not, that's not really my sport, other than hitting at at the driver. Speed range. though. Um, yeah, it's my speed though. So it's a fascinating show, Full Swing, about you know PGA tour and falls around uh, Jordan Spieth and uh, Justin Thomas, uh, two guys on the tour, and you know, kind of get an insight feel and look on 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 the sport um because i saw the first episode of it is is very very fascinating and i didn't realize how you know 
deep their fan base was and, and deep fan and base how much baby. money they were making and and, and uh, so it was, it was fascinating then it encouraged me to actually then go to the driving range for, for yeah. this weekend to swing go. a few <laughs> to hit a few yeah, so, so I didn't go to Top Golf though but I did go to uh, Top Golf was crowded so, yeah Top was a little too crowded in El Segundo so <laughs> but I did go to the uh, Westchester driving range this weekend and, and uh, hit a few so <laughs> after that so that's, that's my funny. content that's funny <laughs> and an um, upgrade I guess <laughs> What about yourself? Um, well, yeah, that is good content, good upgrade. Um, so content, uh, I've started watching uh, Shrinking, Shrinking, which is a, this new Apple TV show starring Jason Siegel okay. and Harrison Ford and uh, a, few, a few other notable faces in there. And it's all about him as a, a psycholo- yeah, psychologist and just... I mean, I, I don't really know what it's... I just started watching it, so I don't really know what it's about fully just yet. But it's it's pretty interesting. I think it's set in Pasadena, so it's kind of close to where I am. And, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I don't know. It, it seems interesting. I, I, he's funny. There's some funny things in it. Um, and then I'm also watching... Uh, also on Apple TV, so the <coughs> big wins on Apple TV over there. Um, another, another movie called Sharper which is uh it's just a thriller and something uh it they, that's actually i mean i'm not through it yet but i can tell and i don't know what the hell is gonna happen because it's like it's like it's, a murder it's a it's a it's a, it's got some murder mystery type stuff going on it's just a lot of like what the hell is going on and yeah. it's it, but it's pretty what is it called again sharper sharper, sharper. okay on what you dig it um it's on, it's on apple tv apple tv okay so that, that one those both of those were are, are good um and then, uh, well, hey, one last question. We so one last prediction. Are we gonna get snow this week? It's supposed to be snowing in, in oh, Southern in California LA? in the next few days. Uh, I, I heard actually rumors. Think, I heard rumors. I think we might, given you know with climate change. I know we got all this rain, so I, yeah, I, I think would we're prefer snow over rain because my roof roof is under uh, repair. So I hope you tarped it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they tarped it. And they the tarp blew off last night, so they're retarping. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Um, good. Well, uh, that that's uh, yeah, that's 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 a good. So one. should we write that snow? I, yeah, snow, that. snow. Week of uh, February twentieth in LA. Week of February twentieth. I, uh, so I, you say I, yes too. I say yes. I, okay, give yes. It, give, us a, give us the February yeah. Christmas. Give us a little Fred because your kids will like that. <laughs> My kids will enjoy it. Just a couple flakes will enjoy it. Um, and then upgrade wise, uh, I've started this. Uh, it's the it's the stripper workout. It's pretty interesting. It's like you, you are doing. Well, work. hear me out. Hear me out. So what it is is you wear like you start your workout, and you wear like a little extra clothing. So if you normally work out, let's say a t-shirt, you wear okay. a sweatshirt. Okay. And what the idea is is that you want to get like hot. Okay. And you start sweating, and then you then you remove the sweatshirt. Ah. Okay. And you're already kind of like warm. Okay. And you can actually like supercharge your workouts by doing this. Okay, okay. A stripper okay, workout okay. definitely leads people the wrong way. Yeah, Probably I thought that for a minute you were going to talk about, about some yeah, 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 I'm not jumping on any coals over here, no. Uh, but yes, I, I thought it's, it's been, it's effective. I think it is actually an effective way of I guess it's out. like I've seen some new things too about uh, the new studies about the sauna. Yes, we were talking about yes, like it's a doing similar sauna effect. four days a week and how like yeah. uh, reduce your heart, uh, you know, heart issues in the future. So. Yeah. Well, it's also been just cold in LA. Like <laughs> yeah. it's been well, like, actually really weird. cold. <laughs> but I like this idea of like getting like warm and then working out. I do think there is there is some positive effects that happen because of that. Um, all right. Okay. Well, this this is a good episode. I mean, uh, definitely 
you know, I'm, I'm happy we made it to 100. I mean, at this pace, we'll get to 200 somewhere in 2025. Yeah. So not bad. Uh, Hopefully but, no recession then. Yeah, That's no it. recession or, or coming out of a long, yeah. uh, probably annoying recession. Um, but generally, yeah, the, we're, we're seeing, I think we went to NMHC. We've talked to a lot of people that went to the NBA conference last week. And I think in general, there is more positivity than people would have thought coming into the first quarter of 23 based true, on how 22 true. went. Yeah, I would say and, um, and everyone's still looking to try to figure out how to do things. Yeah, and I think there's just a, a, just a general tendency for people to just also look for kind of where is that black swan or where is that next thing yeah. that's going to happen. And while I'm not saying it's not going to happen, it just also feels like, um, not that we're through all of it, but it feels like we're on more of a course to get through it. Yeah. Well, there's some, and there's comfort that everyone's together, kind of quasi together. Yeah, quasi together, looking at this together. Yes. So. Yes. And as always, we will be there with you. We're here. Good luck podcast. Hopefully, in episode two hundred. Come on down. Recession or not. Recession or not, we're here. Good luck, boys. Here. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for joining us for a hundred episodes. It's been wonderful. It's been nothing short of actually, really, just a lot of fun sharing our thoughts, getting what we think is. uh, meaningful and hopefully insightful for our our listeners out there and you know drop us a review or a question or a comment and we'd love to hear from you yeah likewise we had great time and uh you know happy 100 to everyone yeah happy 100 folks thank you